I'm your host, comedian Joe Ahmed, and this is Beating Walls Only. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Beaten Wall is only back at it again with another episode. My guest today, he just had a show of Fan of Power over the weekend. He's a really funny guy. He's a mechanical designer. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Shahan. What up, what up? What's up, buddy? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, bud. Thanks for having me on. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, so, how'd your set go? I heard it was a killer night. It went, it went good. It went really good. Everybody did really well. It was... Uh, it was a good show. I was super excited about it and did not disappoint. Uh, good turnout. Couldn't really ask for anything else. Uh, Ice brought Confederacy uh, chocolates that he stole from a Civil War reenactment. It's pretty rad. <laughs> Full-size candy bars. Now, explain. Ice did? Ice did, yeah. What, so do you, what's the story behind that? Why was he at a Civil War reenactment? Do you uh, know? He, he was jogging and found one. Oh. They just came upon one. And, and they were like, here, take these candy bars, brother. No, no. Uh, <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently, uh, Civil War reenactments are very well... Uh, In character? <laughs> no, like catered. Uh, oh. They just like buy a bunch of food and just have it on... Like they have like in the parking lot where all their cars are at. So, uh, yeah, he said he was out for a jog and he came up to a bunch of Civil War reenactors and... He was heckling the South, <laughs> and, huh. and then uh, somebody came up with a bag and was like, I can't remember what the battle was, but it was like, delivery for battle of whatever, and he was like, <laughs> I'll take that, and he like grabbed the bag and put it in his truck and looked inside, and it was full-size candy bars, <laughs> <laughs> and then he brought them to the show. That's great. That Snickers came in clutch last night. I was, I was like, when did we start selling candy? <laughs> But uh, they were they were free. Shout out to Ice Jackson for providing diabetes to an entire comedy club. <laughs> so many cavities. Yeah, seriously. Huh? What are, well, that's what? What are the odds? What are the odds you just stumble upon here? Pretty high. You think? I'd say around maybe around Gettysburg. Honestly, I'm not too familiar. I mean, he's he's from like Reading area. There's a uh, bunch of battles around gotcha. here, though. I mean, like there's just like I mean, like Lancashire's kind of like a staple of history. It was, like it was the it was the state capital, right? No, uh, very briefly. It was the state capital for very briefly. I think it may have been the capital of the country. I'm not. I thought I sure. thought that was Harrisburg. It was brief. I thought that was Harrisburg for well, like three Phil- days. Philadelphia was. That's what I, I think. That's what uh, I'm thinking. About. I think maybe Harrisburg was. And I might be completely wrong on this, but I was told, and I did not fact check it, but apparently uh, the Columbia that is referred to in Washington D.C. District Columbia is actually talking about Columbia, Pennsylvania. I think that's true. I don't know. We can look it up. But D- uh, we're not DC's gonna. just as shitty as Columbia, so I think that makes sense. Oh, I like DC. I know. I like DC too. I like DC. I like DC. Nothing wrong with DC, ladies and gentlemen. I like DC. Col- other, other than the politicians in DC. I, I mean, like, you know. Kyle's like, no comment. We don't get political over I here. I don't want to get political. I got political and hand bones. Con- hand Let's bones get political. What is, what is a strong political opinion you have? Oh. <sighs> I think schools should probably be free yeah. to a point. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that, that if that's that strong of a political opinion. I think that's pretty well well respected. And uh, 
I don't know. Like, I think, like, I mean, like, I'm not, like, about, like, I think when people, like, try to defend capitalism, they, like, kind of pick the wrong points to defend. Yeah. And it's just, like, you know, it's, like, it's all, like, it, it's, like, I remember when I was younger, like, I, I wasn't very political, and I thought I was a Republican. And I only thought that because I was working blue-collar jobs, and everybody I worked with was Republican, and they were just like, nah, man, you got to... You know, protect the working class and like, you know, the workforce and da da da. And then, Pick like, yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, and then I uh, got older and realized it was like, oh wait, this is just helping the companies, not the workers. Yeah, dude, cap- capitalism, capitalism, yeah, capitalism, capitalism needs like just as many checks and balances as the government does, if not more, because people get real shisty about their money. Yeah, I mean, it's just basically it's like if you're not it, anything unregulated. I mean, although it is really fun to see it get out of control. No, I'm not enjoying myself. Are you enjoying yourself? Because it's getting out of control. No, but I mean, like, regulations as, like, a general statement. Oh, gotcha. Like, you know, I just went to a camp out not too long ago called, uh, called the Creep Out. It was a, uh, what the? a, a van club called the Grim Creepers. I, I think they're based out of Philly. I'm not exactly sure. Are Buddy they, mine's in it. Like Scooby-Doo fans? or Yeah, like 70s, like shagging wagons. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's pretty legit. It's up in Milton, PA. Um, I know Milton. And, and they had it at a Steel Steed Campground, which is a biker campground. And uh, So you got crystal meth for the weekend. There you go. No, people got, I mean, people got creepy. People got creepy. People I, got crystal creepy. meth definitely makes you creepy. People got creepy at night. But uh, we went out there and... Uh, <laughs> They straight up was like, you know, you've been to like a campground and like everybody's yeah. like, oh, like chill out, be quiet, like don't fuck shit up. Like yeah. it was totally just. Yeah. When it, when the whole thing's like a party. Yeah. It's like, going to be a party. People brought out those like Coleman mini bikes. Yeah. And had just like races for like a good two hours. Jesus. Just ripping the fucking ground up. Every, no, like, uh, no casualties, no accidents. A couple people ended up in the, in the river. One dude hit a jet ski. It was pretty rad. <laughs> uh, he was wearing the same outfit from like Hot Rod. Oh my god! The, wait, went, which one? His like starter one or his? Nah, uh, like the yeah. red helmet the, with yeah, the cape and had like uh, I'm pretty sure he had a fake mustache that fell off at some point, but he put on a fucking show. That's awesome. <laughs> he was all over the place, and then all of a sudden, like the heat was just about over, and it was real early on. It was like the second or third race, and he just came out of a turn, whiskey throttled, wheel came up off the ground, shot him straight towards the river, hit like an old like sit like sit in jet ski, and just went right in. That's hilarious, and everybody was super hyped on it. I bet that that would make me lose my damn mind. Yeah. Like, what what time of day was this? Was this during the day? Was it this at is night? Like two o'clock in the morning. No. P.M. No, the two p.m. Yeah. All right, good. Or at least that's yeah. that's somewhat better. Yeah. Right. Right. I think so. Right. Because I, so. I feel like if it was two a.m., you're just like, whoa. Like, are people safe enough to be doing that at well, two o'clock? In the I mean, morning? it escalated pretty quickly. By four o'clock, there was a dude completely naked on a four wheeler, through like running through mud. Well, I mean, yeah, and that sometimes, was sometimes you, know, you gotta get naked and hop no, on the quad. Dude you know? was living his best life. He was just ripping up and down. It was a little weird. There was a twelve year old on a mini bike who was like right next to him for a while, Ooh, and we were all just kind of like, uh, "Should we th- call somebody about that?" <laughs> I just remember turning to one of the dudes who was like kind of like a crunchy guy, like kind of like I don't want to say burnout, but like pre burnout, like just shy of being a burnout. Yeah, like yeah. he was, you know, he was having a good time, and I just like we both like saw this happening. We we're just like. I know there's not any rules here, but I feel like we should start implementing some. I don't think a 12-year-old should be riding next to some grown-ass dick. Uh, I don't know that grown would have been. Adult. Adult dick. There we go. Aged. Aged. Older. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uncircumcised. <laughs> I was like, I got a real good look at it. I did. I did not. I, when I, I mean, I didn't like go right for it, but when I looked up, I was like, is he? Oh, he is. That, that's a cock. That's a cock and balls right hey, there, ladies and gentlemen. If you are out and it is out, you're going to look. Like, how do you not? Like, how do you, how you're do you, look. like, you're just like, I'm just going to pretend that uh, like, I'm not you know as why? naked you, riding around. You know why? Because it's just so absurd and it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I don't think. That they, is a hell of a, and that was like this past weekend? No, it was like two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Yeah. Still, like, that's, what a story. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. Now, how, like, you said you got into, like, being a mechanic, well, not being a mechanic, but messing around with cars and shit with your dad, right? Uh, yeah, it started with my dad. Um, my brother's first car was a... 1966 or 1964 Valiant, uh, Plymouth Valiant, and uh, bought it for like 700 bucks, and it was a honk of shit. Um, had hydraulic, had hydraulic brakes and like a bunch of problems. Uh, but my brother's not like he's way more hands on now as an adult. Mm-hmm. Like he builds, like he built a kitchen table for himself. Oh, like nice. he's just like kind of a wood. turned into a handyman. Yeah, like he knows fix- how to measure, cut, and put a screw, a drill. Yeah, put a screw with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's, saying. he's got all the woodworking tools. And, like uh, he has a reason to have the tool belt when he's working oh, yeah. around the house. Yeah, <laughs> no, he, he looks good, man. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I was kind of the go-to, like hands-on. Like, it's like, well, how's that work? How's that work? How's that work? Because ADD as a young kid. Yeah. Pre pre-diagnosis, they're just like, wow, he's really into this. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm just like, no, nah, I'm overly stimulated. Yeah, like there's a lot going on here. I want to know what's going on about it. Oh, yeah. And so <laughs> got into that. Uh, then that escalated when I got my car, my first car. Well, actually, my no, second car. First car completely blew up like within nine months. Um, and then got an older Toyota and then constantly worked on that. And then I had friends that were into cars and we were constantly screwing around with the cars. And then we all got broke. <laughs> isn't that how it goes mm-hmm. like i'm not like i can I, I can do an oil change change a spark plug you know the the basic shit but like that's all you need to know yeah i can't you know you, i'm not gonna I, I don't do the brake lines i don't do uh i'll do brake lines i don't care I don't know. i'm just i just i don't trust myself to not fuck that up the only thing i don't do on cars is i will not rebuild engines on cars i'll rebuild them on motorcycles but like Somebody's car, like, that needs to be done. That's like a con. Like, once you open it up, you got to keep going. Yeah. With a bike, you're just like, eh, throw some paper towels in it. We'll get back to it. And then, like, <laughs> a year later, you're like, oh, yeah, that thing. Like, <laughs> and it still works. And nobody's missed work and, you know, lost their house or anything. So, yeah, that's, that's, like a, that's a win. Real low stakes. I'm a real low stakes mechanic. <laughs> yeah. I just don't. I don't have like the focus to like. I'll take it apart, no problem. I'm great at taking shit apart. I cannot like. I'll get like three quarters of the way through and be like, all right, I don't remember where the last seven of these screws gotta go. I've been there. I've, that's how you start. You just take stuff apart and then you put it back together and then you, you just you keep doing it until you got nothing left, like no extra pieces left. Yeah. Or, you know, like trying to remember i took a i took a lawnmower motor apart once with my grandfather and we took it apart put it back together four or five times and then we we're just like well, uh, there's two screws left that's probably good enough <laughs> it's probably good enough but, but like a lawnmower you can get away with kind of i know it ran like shit afterwards yeah, so. i'm sure i'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure at least one of those screws is pretty important i used to uh, i used to fix phones for radio shack 
I was not good at it at all. <laughs> like, dude, people would give me like, I, like I was, I was do, I was good at doing the batteries and simply repra- replacing the screen. But like, there's a lot to do with all that. That's a lot of stuff in a very small yeah. area, and I don't. I, I don't got, do I got these fat fucking fingers, dude. Like, it is not good for hair for handling small screws. I mean, for a mechanic. I mean, like, I'm not a mechanic. I'm not. You're a mechanic, dude. I mean, like, I'm You're a. a I am. I'm not a professional mechanic. Yeah. I was paid once to work on cars, um, like as a it. as a job. I, I just. That just wasn't your jam then. Uh, uh depression. <laughs> depression. Depression. And a, depression and a 45 minute car ride, and then finally it was just like. Oh, I'm no wonder you were depressed. You had a 40 minute car ride. Yeah, it wasn't that. It wasn't the car ride. It was just like everything else was going on. I was like after my divorce and all that. You were shit. married. I was married. Oh wow. Yeah, a lot of people are really surprised when that happens. When I when like when I when I say that. Uh, have I ever heard that before? Have you said that or, like maybe I don't know. Oh, it's like man. not like a huge like. I, I guess to like normal people, it's like a big deal, but like, I don't look like it, and it never really comes up. And yeah. like, never paid you for being married. I don't think I want to do it again. <laughs> that's what that's what I hear most of the time of people who get out of marriage is like, I don't, I think I'm, uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know, you get that first one out of the way, and you're just like, oh well, like fairy tale, and you're just like, oh no, not fairy tale. Oh yeah. no, like Maury. Oh no. Oh shit! How long till we're on Doctor Phil mm. or worse, Jerry? Well, like, would you rather be on Jerry Springer or Maury? Ooh, Springer. Yeah, I'd say I'd say Springer as well. You know, Springer. Springer would be fun. Just have him talking shit the whole time. Not even that, but just the people on stage are always probably far more interesting. Where like I think Maury is just kind of like I, I don't know that the people on Maury are real. But if they I, are real, I imagine they'd be a way big bummer. I learned I learned something about like the judge Judy shows and shit. Like those those people weren't real. Like those daytime judge No. Like those people were not real. They were they were all paid actors. I watched a clip today where Judge Judy like decided the verdict on whether like the custody of a dog was going to one person or another and all they did was like it was at the end of the sh- end of their show, and they just brought the dog in and put it on the ground, and whoever it ran to. <laughs> and I was like, "That can't be. That can't be actual American." I mean, the dog was pretty hyped to see the guy, so oh. it was definitely that guy's dog. Okay, Word. and that's that's like she was literally just like, <laughs> she was like, "Put the dog on the ground." You're gonna tell me that's not his dog? <laughs> All right, sir, take that dog home. We're out of here. <laughs> it was just like. I was like, you didn't even hit the gavel. You just got your papers and got up. Yep, like, all right, that's that. It's. I don't think it's official unless she smacks the gavel. I don't know. I don't know. No, I feel like I'm pretty sure that's in the in the rules, in the, in the law book. I mean, in, in England, they have to smack a gavel and wear a weird wig. Let's bring that back. The wigs? Yeah, let's bring the wigs back. Let's not bring the wigs back. Yeah, let's bring the wigs back. All Every politician should be hot, uncomfortable, and miserable. And make them have wooden teeth. I mean, I'm not against that. I think that, like that's the if you're going to lead the country, that's the all price. Right. It depends on the level, huh? It depends on the level, no, like all what? level. Nah, all level. Nah. If you're in the government, you got the wig. You Lo- got the I teeth. I think I think local government, you're allowed to be a normal person because you are a normal person at that point. Uh, I was thinking, oh, so I saw all federal and federal oh no, and fe- state. yeah, fe- yeah, federal, go for it. Yeah, <laughs> no, local, local, local. Yeah, local people can chill. They can be regular human beings in suits and ties, but they have to understand. 
you know, it's what you got to do. If, if that's the path you're going to continue, make it. See, nobody wants to do a shitty job. It's not become a shitty job to run the country. All it does is make them fucking wealthier nowadays. Yeah. Like, I you, mean, do, you don't get into politics and not make money unless you're fucking dumb. Sure. But at the same time, it's just become an opportunity and like all the lobbying and stuff. Like, that's the problem. Lobbying, lobbying, got. We were just talking about capitalism, dude. Why, why are we on, I want to get off politics. You want to get off politics? I want to get off politics. You want to get off politics? I can't can riff get... on politics. Oh, I can. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have very strong political opinions. <laughs> nah, I'm pretty much just like, did that affect me? Nah, well, I mean, probably white privilege, but also. <laughs> But also, just I don't know. Like I, I I'm, I'm friends with the uh, city council president, and I'm just like, oh. I'm just like, oh, word. Like, so it sounds like uh, you, got, a, you got some political ends then, huh? Not really. I just want to go. I, I, I literally was just we started drinking coffee at the same coffee shop and having really in depth conversations. Was like, wow, you're really interesting. What do you do? He's like, city council president. I was like, oh, word, you do shit. I'm like, oh. <laughs> Well, how about that, Sonny? Yeah. yeah. So, like, you know, all the protests and stuff, I was just like a street medic and just like, what's up, Izzy? And he's just like in a suit with a fucking <laughs> bulletproof vest on him. Just like, word, shit's going down today. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Do you ever like ask him to like take off, take off no skateboarding signs on buildings? Nah. Like, come on, man. Like, we could, t- we should totally be allowed to skate there. We won't sue, I promise. Nah. <laughs> no. As far as skateboards concerned, I think. That's that's like a part of the allure. That's a part of the culture. That is that it's is a very heavy. Like pulling it, it off in the no skate zone. Yeah, you just you know either getting chased out, yelled at, heckled, whatever. Like you know, people have a problem with it. I think it's like ridiculous that like total like normies have like a problem with it. Yeah, I mean it's not so much now. I think it. I think people have a, a problem with it when it's like somebody like me. Like a thirty-two-year-old dude yeah. doing it, but if it's a kid, they're just like, "Oh, it's cute." They're like not uh, doing drugs. You're too old to be doing this. Are you doing drugs? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, like I, I've literally gotten kicked out by cops, and they're just like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah." It's fun, dude. Like, hop on, hop on, try it, try it sometime. <laughs> no, I won't give a cop my board. That's, oh that's, yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, sure, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember, like, we used to get yelled at for skating on the sidewalk. I'm like, where? Like, nobody's around. Where else do you want to skating in the street? Yeah. And then they then we'll skate in the street. Like, you can't be skating in the middle of the street. Mm-hmm. Like, Fucking, it, it's the fetus. It's just, like I mean, like downtown, you're not allowed to skate on the first block. Really? Mm-hmm. I know. I didn't know that. The 100 block or the the sub 100 block of of. King and Queen on I think both sides, but definitely Queen like like North Queen the first uh, the first block it's illegal to skate on, and uh, there used to be a skate shop there, and I think they passed the legislation as a skate shop was there, and they just racked up tickets. <laughs> they just like cited everybody, and then finally the skate shop owner was just like, "If you get to the corner, just walk." It's <laughs> like you can skate. You can skate to Queen Street. Yeah. But, like, as soon as you turn, like, at the statue, just, like, get off your board. So, it's not... What a dumb law. I don't think it's even... I don't even think it's enforced anymore. Yeah. But, you know, there's other other shit going on, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, other shit going on. Yeah. When did you start skating? When I was 10. That's the one I can remember. 
Uh, I'm definitely like a Tony Hawk 900. Oh yeah, kid. Like, yeah, for sure. Watch, watch that. It, it's weird because it wasn't actually Tony Hawk that made me want to skate. It was uh, I watched the vert competition and saw Bucky Lasik do a rodeo, and I was like, "That's the coolest shit I've ever seen." Bucky Lasik was dope. Buc- Big fan of him. Bucky Lasik doing is it Lasik or Lasik? Lasik, whatever. His, his name's not even Bucky. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> his name's not even. It's not even Lasik. I think. I think it's actually. I think it's Charles Mitchell. Is his actual Charles name? Manson? No, Charles yeah. <laughs> Mitchell. Charlie Mitchell. Or Marshall, one of those two. Something like that. Yeah, but yeah, it was. I, I remember watching. I, I can remember. Uh, I remember he was the only one with a white helmet. Uh, he was wearing a. It was his old clothing company called RDS. It was Red Dragon Supply. He's wearing this like big ass throwback with like, if for, for people who aren't into skateboarding, like it's the same. It's the same logo from the Red Dragon books that are connected to. Uh, 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 like Silence of the Lambs. So if you know those movies or books, it's the exact same logo. Um, and he was wearing that jersey, and he had pulled up cargo jeans or cargo shorts and knee pads, and he just did a rodeo. And I was like, "What was that? Like that? Like cause I didn't know you could Tony do Hawk that. who." No, I mean like what the nine hundred was cool. Was that but was that before or after the McTwist? I mean the McTwist came like way beforehand. Yeah, okay. Way way beforehand. That was like that would have been like eighties probably. Was the McTwist happen? Because Mike McGill did the McTwist, and everybody was trying to figure out how to five forty. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess the story behind it was I think it was like a Bones Brigade uh, documentary I watched. Um, I guess. I think it was either Tony Hawk or um, Steve Caballero. But they were like, I, I remember they were talking about it and they were just like, Mike figured it out. Mike figured it out. <laughs> and they like went to the ramp and like, I guess everybody else's attempts, they were like a foot over the coping. And like, so I guess those guys were like standing there like out on like the deck of the vert ramp, like expecting him to do a 540 like low. And like, I guess he like went up. And I think I can't remember who it was, but it was just like, yeah, I had my eyes fixated low, and then all of a sudden, Mike was over my head, <laughs> and he was upside down, and then he like rotated the whole way around and landed, and I was like, I have to quit skateboarding. <laughs> it's like, my career's over. <laughs> I'm never going to do anything oh that crazy. God, but yeah, that's... Yeah, Mike McGill did... You're just tossing out like childhood names for me. Dude, for his like, favorite skateboarders. Again, I've been doing this... I've been, I've been skateboarding for like... I'm 32 now, so 22 years. Now, like, did you ever get like involved with vert at all, or have you just mainly been a street skater? Uh, being a skateboarder in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, uh, there is not many opportunity to skate a vert, like an actual vert ramp. True. You never made the trek down. What's that one in New Jersey? Is that Wildwood? I've never been. I've, I, Do you I know what I'm talking about, though? I think I know what you're talking about. Woodward? Oh, uh, Woodward's in Northern PA. Northern PA, that's yeah. what it is. Wild, but wild, there is a Wildwood, New Jersey. Okay, all right. I'm with the. Yeah, I've never been to Woodward, um, mostly because like I wasn't like poor growing up, but we weren't like we're gonna take your ass up to Woodward, right? Where yeah. it's, not, it's not like oh, you want to go to summer camp for a week that cost nine hundred dollars back in like two thousand one. Nah, yeah. So, I mean. 
I, I, I liked Vert. Like Vert, watch, watching Vert definitely got me into skateboarding. But street skating was just way more accessible, and yeah. then I didn't realize like how much there was to do. Dude, I'm like really impressed with uh, street skating. Like it's it's literally its own little art form. Like you you just go at it back and forth again and again and again until you fucking get it, and it's an awesome picture. Yeah, <laughs> or video. Yeah, there's like the wild. Like it's crazy now. Like the kids are so good. Kids are obscene. Like um, I watch I watch those videos on Facebook all the time. Just like Christ, yeah. like like if one kid did this, automatically pro. If I was a teenager, right? Like I mean, like I remember when I started. I remember there was still like the mentality of like, oh, if I can do all these tricks, I'll get sponsored. Yep. Uh, that's, <laughs> yep. And then, like as I got older, I realized like, oh, that's not the case. No, you got to skate the spot, dude. Get yeah, the, you, get you, the footage. You have to travel. You have to skate really well. You have to have style. Like you have to be really style. Like you could do like, there's like one guy I know who's a professional skateboarder. Or I not not know personally, but I know there's a there's this guy who's a professional skateboarder. I've seen him on Instagram a bunch. Uh, I very much dislike his style, uh, but the oh. tricks that he does. Kyle Shanahan throwing some shade on Beaton Wells only, ladies and gentlemen. Well, talk, talk, talk shit on him. No, what, I don't. Stuff? I don't even know his name. Um, the style. <laughs> I don't even know. His I, name. I think that's the biggest insult. I don't even his, know his name. And it's not even like that's, his, a, that's a gangster. <laughs> it's not. It's not even like. It's just like his whole. The the reason why he's known is that he can do these like ridiculously hard tricks oh so it's uh what was his name um the kid the kid from oh fuck what's his name that's gonna piss me off oh dude he was huge when i like how well oh ryan sheckler ryan sheckler okay that's so he's like ryan sheckler kind of but like like (laughs) i watched a video of him he like he went to this i think I think it was no, it wasn't El Toro. Um, it was like it's big four block. That's what it was. It was, it was big, like basically, if you take a four stair and made it gigantic, right? Um, and he did like a double inward heel down it. Like I couldn't deny that what he did what took a lot of skill, but like it, it's not a good looking trick. <laughs> like it's just one of those things where you're just like, oh, the board went crazy. Yeah, and he landed on it. And that's crazy. And like, he's good. Like, there's no denying that he's good. But like, I watched him do a 360 flip and I was just kind of like, meh. Like, like is he just stiff? Like, no, nah, he just does tricks. He doesn't, he doesn't do them any like particular way that makes you notice them. Oh, okay. Like, where there's some guys out there that'll do like, like the weird, like they'll wiggle their feet around or they'll put it in weird places, like put their foot on the board in weird places and flick it and catch it with the front foot and yeah. bring it back. Or they'll be like, super clean yeah like where it's just like the board is like moving and like rotating in a way that everything looks aesthetically pleasing yep um where this guy was kind of like he just did a three flip and it was kind of like there it was three flip yeah it was kind of like all right well i mean that that trick you did down that thing was cool but like your three flips like meh meh like where's the flair? Where's the yeah? And it's like it's a, like you don't have to have style. Like you can just enjoy skateboarding, and that's like that's the part about it. I like it. There, there, as many gatekeepers as there are out there. There are literally no rules of how to do it. Yeah, you can skate any fucking way you want, as long as you don't push Mongo. 
you can push Mongo if you want. Mike Vallely's pushed Mongo for years. Yeah. And that dude kicked the shit out of four guys at once. I just, so that was a little joke for myself because, like, whenever I made a skater and Tony Hawk, that was the only. You made a Mongo? That, <laughs> no, I never made a Mongo. Okay. I was like, never push Mongo. That was always the motto. Uh, just because, like, I pictured myself trying to do that. I was like, there's no way in hell I could do that. So fuck that. I mean, like, that's like a, that, the only reason that's even like, I'll look down upon thing is that like that's what little kids do. Yeah, like that's that's just like it's like they put their back foot on because like that's the harder foot to like get on. Right. Or like in their mind, that's the harder foot to get on, and then like you learn how to actually push regular, and then you're like, oh, I can go a lot faster. Yeah. But like I've literally seen like little kids like push like crazy Mongo <laughs> and do ridiculous things, and I'm just kind of sitting there like, yeah, that was sick. <laughs> We should probably work on that pushing though. Like, <laughs> Figure like, it out. You're kid. Gonna get I believe a, in you. You're gonna get a lot of hate on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> See, I talk about skateboarding like I was good at. It. I was not. I never landed a kickflip. I could only like barely roll an ollie. I just like riding around town, being a little punk, Dude, eating it, shit when it, I could. It took me five years to land a kickflip. That's a long time. That's a super long time. I it took me five years to land a kickflip. I landed a heel flip randomly in year three, and I could not remember how I did it. Yeah. And then I just wasn't really. I'm still not that good at heel flips. I can do, I can do backside heel flips better than I can do heel flips. Oh, nice. And that's just like I can do backside heel flips and inward heel flips. I can't do varial heels and I can't do heel flips like straight. Huh. So I don't know what I did to like screw my muscle memory up, but there's just some tricks I Your body can't do. I mean, especially now. Yeah. <laughs> especially. Now. How old are you? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yep. And I've destroyed this body. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 32. <laughs> Everything fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's definitely like I was talking to somebody. I was talking to a coworker today, and he was just like, like uh, I can't remember what he said he was doing, but he was like, I feel like I pay for it, and I can't do it as well. I was like, yeah, that's skateboarding for me. It's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, but you go out and you can do the things that you used to be able to. I was like, no, I can do like a fraction of what I used to be able to do. And they're like, yeah, but then your body was like, you get like one day, it was like three. Yeah. Easy. Like three, like will not walk right. <laughs> oh, wow. Like just feet swollen, ankles swollen, knees all jacked up, oh, hips jacked up. Man. Dislo- Do you stretch? I, every time. Okay. Every single time now. Like it, there's, it's weird because like I have to remind myself sometimes because like I'll get to the skate park very very infrequently i'll get there and i'm like i'm feeling good yeah like all right let's go i gotta warm up i'll just get right into this and then i'll stop myself and be like no hey hey, dipshit no remember after (laughs) no i know you know dudes that do this in their 50s but you are old (laughs) (laughs) like you are old you have to stretch and it's hilarious because i the the kids now that skate at the skate park that i go to are like like 14 15 years old and like it's just Does it make you feel weird it makes me feel weird when it's like they're super good oh and then i'm just like word 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 and they're just like yeah man you're like you're doing good too and i'm just like yeah and they're just like and then i'm just like how old are you and they're just like <laughs> i remember the one time there's one kid who's like like i mean like should have had like a sponsor should have been at like if it, 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 he was kind of screwing up where I'm like, you're this good for no reason. Right. And like, it's fine if you don't want to be a skateboarder, but like, you know, like, screw it. Like, get some free shit yeah. while you're like, I mean, it's literally like pull your phone out, post some shit on Instagram, get a following, whatever. It's it, for skateboarders, it's not that all that crazy. Right. Uh, he just had a super good style. He could 
did he did all his tricks super high, did them all real fast. And I was like, this gets super good. And I chatted with him for a little bit. And he had mentioned that he was in school. And I was like, oh, what are you going to school for? He's like, ah, oh, man, I, I got to graduate. So I'm like, oh, you're in high school. And he was oh, like, wow. yeah. I was like, how old are you? And he's like, I'm 16. I was like, how long are you skating for? Five years. He's like, how old are you? I was like, 30. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, how long have you been skating for before? I was like, longer than you've been alive. <laughs> I was like, I've literally had three. No, I literally had four more years and then you had to grow up and then start skateboarding for me to be this good. <laughs> <laughs> That's so there's something there's something with kids that they're able to pick that stuff up a little quicker than they're lower to the ground. They're fearless. That, they haven't gotten hurt yet. See, when I was you, always a large kid. Falling was always a problem for me. I was pretty short up until high school. And I was very I was a very timid skateboarder when I was younger. Uh, I didn't really start trying stuff until I was like 17, 18 years old. And by that point, I was already six foot. Uh, so I had friends that hadn't hit their growth spurts yet that are like hitting handrails. And they're just like, man, it's super easy. Then I like go up to it and like I'm on top of the rail. And die. And I'm like, I'm jumping off a skyscraper right now. Yeah. This looks like I'm, I might I might as well have been hanging out of a helicopter. <laughs> Dude, what is up with that? Like, you're like so you, as soon as you get somewhat elevated, you're just like, this is too tall. Because I'm already all like, I'm no, like, I can't, I can't, I'm six foot two, man. Yeah, like, yeah, not but, six foot two as in two as inches, well. but yes, T O O as well. When I'm, it, it's funny because like I get on ladders and I'm like, oh, this is high. And yeah. like everybody else is like, or like, but like I'll have somebody who's like on a step stool and they're the same height as I am, and they're like, "Wow, it's like this all the time." And it's like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> it's like this is the world from my perspective. Uh, but yeah, no, just uh, yeah, I didn't really get, I didn't really get daring with things until I was seventeen or eighteen. Then I started trying handrails and jumping down big stuff. Uh, I realized very quickly, uh, jumping down things was not for me. Yeah. Uh, all of this legs and body, just I couldn't figure out how to keep the momentum going. So every time I'd hit the ground, I would just fold. Oh. Like, just like I would try to like stick the landing and like bounce and roll. And like I would get like I'd squat and then my legs would just shoot out. <sighs> and just like immediately to my, oh, I just hit the cable. Uh, like immediately to my like tailbone or like just like all different. Like I just looked like a rag doll. Ever break anything? Um, I broke some toes. Um, I definitely broke stuff. Hold on, let me think. Broke my shin. Ow. I didn't even know. Damn. Uh, I. It's <laughs> actually a weird story. Uh, I was skating at the skate park. I did a 360 flip. I caught it weird. Um, and my front foot landed on the nose, but the skateboard was laying sideways. Ooh. Uh, and the axle bolt from my skateboard popped up and just hit me right in the shin. Ooh. And it sounded like it hit concrete. And I bent down, like I was like, I heard it hit and I was still running out of it. Right. And so I like slowed down and I went to like put pressure on it. Cause like you get hit in the shin, like you immediately just like without even thinking, cause it hurts every time you get hit in the shin. So I would just, I would get hit. I'd walk and slow down and then just put my hands and put pressure on it just to like, I don't know. Like make just, you make you feel better. Yeah. It was, yeah. it didn't really make things any better. It was yeah, just kind of one of those like mental things, but like, like I have to touch this now. Right. So 
But like then the the stinging would like set in. And you'd be like you kind of gauge where you're at, right? Um, but like I ran out of it and I went to grab and like it didn't hurt. I got like halfway down to like grab it and I was like, I was all right. Oh, we're good. We're good. Oh, we're good. Don't uh, know how that happened, but was, we're good. Yeah, and I kept skating, and then uh, I felt my pant leg get tight, and I <laughs> this one guy was like, "Yo, what's up with your leg?" And I like looked down, and I was wearing skinny jeans, and like my my like pant leg was pulled like way to the front of my shoe and like it was just floating over top of it and i was like that's weird and i like pulled my pant leg up and it literally looked like a small hairy tit <laughs> like a like an a cup like okay. just a like a just a tiny like bulge like like a softball like, like a, a grapefruit so- sized on your like, shin yeah just Ooh. like just floating there and I, like there was like a cut on it uh, it wasn't like split or anything. It was just like it got hit by the grip tape. Right. And I was like, ooh, that looks bad. And like, they were just like, what are you going to do? I'm like, doesn't hurt. I'm just going to keep skating. And, like, <laughs> and then I kept skating. Like, I pulled my pant leg down over it because I was like, oh, I mean, like, that's all I can really do. Like, I did that or I just stop. And I didn't hurt and wasn't like, nothing, nothing was telling me to stop. Right. Other than just like mass. And I was like, that's kind of like Swellbo. Like, I don't know if you've ever gotten, like, yeah. Swalbo before. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, the big bulge. I was like, it's probably like that, but I've never seen it on a shin. But, like, <laughs> whatever. And um, I kept skating, and then my board bounced and hit it. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, and it just, it didn't hit my shin as much as it just hit the big boob. Oh, no, 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 um, no. Dude. And that didn't even hurt. That didn't hurt? Oh, not oof. really. Dude, this is such a, this is a very suspenseful story for me. I'm, it didn't really hurt, but it did like dissipate whatever the fluid was. Uh-huh. And at that point that's when it started to hurt. Like gotcha. it like dissipated and then like it swelled and I was like, "All right, like now we got a problem." Okay, like I'm going to call it. Like I just hit it twice. <laughs> so, I like and, and I did didn't go to the hospital, didn't do anything, and my mom's a nurse. And it was like months later. Um, my cousin was going uh, going to school to get to be an RN, uh, and she was helping my cousin study. And they were on like the portion of like a textbook that was talking about calcium buildups. And because of skateboarding, I constantly had them. Right. So my mom was like, "Hey, come over here. Like, do you have any calcium buildups? Like, we can like, I mean, we're reading them in the book, but like, can you show us?" And I was like, "Yeah, I probably got something." And I'm like checking around. And I get to the my leg, and I was like, "That's one probably." And like, <laughs> she feels it, and she's like, "I can't move it." And I was like, "No, you can't move that." And then she's like, "It's like in the middle of my shin." And she's like, "She's like, come here," and like checks it out, and she's like, two thumbs on the side, and she's feeling around. I can feel like pressing like the tissue away around my bone, right? And she's just like, "When did you break this?" <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she's like, "That's a mending line." I was like, you broke this. And I was like, is it straight? And she's like, it's straight, but like, when did you break it? And I was like, oh, maybe when this. Then, like, I explained the whole story to her, and she's like, Kyle, like, I know, like, and it was funny because when I turned 16 and or when I was started doing like heavier shit and skating, like, skating handrails, my mom was like, look, I don't want to tell you to stop, but don't tell me what you're doing. Because, <laughs> like, I, it, it's just too stressful for me. So, like, only call me when you're in the hospital. <laughs> my mom was cool. My mom was like, because I was the kid that was always hurt. Right. Uh, and like, 
you know, I was I, I was like, uh, me and my brother were like latchkey kids. So we were constantly just like getting fucked up. Yeah. So it was funny because she was like, just stop telling me when like, things happen. And then like that happened. And she was like, okay. Remember when I told you that? And I was like, <laughs> yeah. And she was like, tell me when things grow on you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a that's a really cool reaction to find out your kid had a well. How the hell did you not know you had a broken leg? Because uh, it wasn't broken the whole way through. Uh, we actually ended up getting. I, it was a subsequently a different injury. Hmm. I ended up getting another another X ray, and um, I tore my PCL. I, I didn't even tear. It. I punched a bunch of holes in it. Gotcha. Um, and you're because <laughs> your name's Kyle, and you punched a bunch of holes. Yeah, punched a bunch <laughs> of holes in my my drywall piece. How many monsters did that take? <laughs> it took no monsters. It was such a bummer too. It was all like something real stupid, um, and like I wasn't even supposed to skate. I was literally was at the warehouse, and I felt bad. There's a warehouse in town, right? And it has a ramp in it. It's uh, kind of like our own little tiny like secret. Secret area, secret, like secret it's a, skate spot. It's not a secret. It's just like kind of in the know. You like you get to know people and like you get invited. Um, Sounds pretty secret to me, dude. Not really. Everybody Is it knows a secret it. skater society. No, everybody knows it's there. Oh. It's called. Oh. Uh, <laughs> actually, it has an Instagram. Well, account. that debunks my conspiracy theory. It has, it has an Instagram account. It's Warehouse Fifty Four. Oh, and it's uh, where like where. Not like where? Yeah, like where is it at? It's where the, it it's at? Warehouse 54. It's actually been in Thrasher a couple times. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty cool spot. Uh, the more you know. Yeah. So we, uh, we, uh, <laughs> I had skated there so much and I felt bad because it's like a key membership type thing. It's like a word of mouth and then right. like you pitch in. Right. Um, and I'd skated it so many times without paying for a key. And just going with people, which is like totally cool with them, but like I just felt bad. Right. So anytime I would have um, like cash or anything, I'd try to throw it in the box, but then I finally got like they have like a like a drop. They had a drop box. I don't have it anymore. Um, I wonder why. Because Venmo's invented. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking maybe they upper broken into a bunch. No, nah, everybody's pretty chill over there. It's like. Not in the best part of town, but it's definitely not the worst part of town. Oh, um, there you go. And people are respectful, and like it's just like a bunch of garages around it. Um, and it's tucked away, uh, and the neighborhood knows it's there, and they're like cool with it. I wonder if it's is it that I'm just guessing. Can I say? Can I ask? Sure. All right, we're. I'm still not convinced this isn't a secret skater society. <laughs> but is it that big ass building off of, like close to Elizabeth Ave there? No, it's not back there. It's there not back used there. to be a skate park back there. I was I've always wondered what the hell is like it's clearly an old factory. I think it was called Spunks. I could be getting that wrong. That's like that's before I started skateboarding. That gotcha. was like a skate park in the nineties. Um but no, it's on the other side of town. Um what was I saying? Oh, so like I finally like got in contact with the guy who's like like in charge of it. And I was like, Hey, like I wanna buy a key. I've been skating this thing for too long without paying, like any sort of like help for like repairs or anything. So like, yeah, you meet me around like seven and he was like, yeah, sure. And then he meets me up, bring me keys. Like, Hey, if you wait like a half hour, like there's going to be like an after work sesh, like everybody's coming down. I'm like, all right, cool. And like, I chilled for a minute and then like I dropped in, I did a 50, 50 grind and just came in weird. And my board got out in front of me my foot came off. My knee hit directly in the ground and then my leg just got wrapped behind me. Ooh. 
and it just happened so fast that like I was like, I'm not hurt. And I was like, no, I'm hurt. And then <laughs> like oopsie doodles. Like I hit the ground and then I immediately got up and I was like, I probably should have stayed down. <laughs> and then it was weird because it didn't it didn't hurt as much as it was just like I had no power in my leg. Yeah. Like it was just I don't know if you've ever torn anything, but it's just like the initial tear sucks. Yeah. But then, like, you put a bunch of weight on it, and then it just, like, it's just, you don't have any muscle behind. Like, all your muscles are doing is sending it, like, into the ligaments. Right. So I just couldn't stand. Like, I could, like, barely take a step on it if I was, like, my knee was bent too much. And then I'd sit there, and then it would swell up, and it would hold everything in place, and it would feel fine. And then I would drop it in. (laughs) Oh, geez. You kept skating. (laughs) Dude. You're crazy. So I, I kept skipping. No, but my, my pain threshold is too high from it. I have. It depends on the pain for yeah. me. For like certain things, I have a high threshold. For other things, I'm like hypersensitive. Like, what is that? That's new. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm that way. I get. <laughs> it's funny because like, I've gotten tattooed by people that know I'm a skateboarder and like heard all these stories. Right. And they're just like, oh, you got a really big pain threshold. It was like, and then I get tattooed by them, and like right before they start, it's like. I get fussy around a half hour. <laughs> they're like, what? I was like, I hate getting tattooed. And they're just like, what do you mean fussy? I was like, I'm going to whine. <laughs> <laughs> Can we take a break? Yeah, I'm, I'm the guy like an hour in. I'm just like, are we almost done? Because <laughs> uh, this sucks. The only time, like, I do pretty good with it for the most part. The only time where I was like, okay, can we, like, can we hustle this up was when I was getting shaded here on the forearm. Ah, uh, yeah. That that sucked. Right, right in the right in the right in the crotch. Yeah, the elbow crotch. Elbow crotch felt. I don't. Yeah, I don't have any on the elbow crotch. This I had one on the inside of my bicep, and if yeah, that one's a, that's a tender area. It wasn't the worst, but it was just like it was done by an apprentice, mm. and she, it was my first tattoo, and she was just sitting there going like, "How's it feel?" I was like, uh, and I just like. Was like it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> and she kept going, and she so was like, she, she was drilling, yeah. And she was like, how, like as she was going across, and then she got to the inside of the arm, and she was like, how's that feel? I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was just like, it feels like you're burning me with a cigarette right now. Can you keep moving? <laughs> like, Doesn't it feel like 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 a sunburn? It feels like you're getting like really bad sunburn in certain areas. Yeah, yeah. like some areas, it just feels like they have like a f- fine tip sharpie on yeah like you just sit with that all day yeah but it's the it's the like tender areas like i have a buddy of mine who's a mma fighter <laughs> or was an mma fighter at the time that he was getting all these tattoos done mm-hmm. and he has i mean like he's got his whole fucking chest done he's got like just stuff in like like he's got one in his armpit and it's like the most horrendous spot that I would ever think yeah, to like get tattooed. The armpits, of, like, have you ever been punched in the armpit? You can get knocked out. It doesn't feel good. You can get knocked. I've literally, I've gotten kneed in the armpit and gotten like woozy. What? Yeah. Apparently, you can have a. You can, I think you can actually have a concussion if you get hard, hard, hit what? hard enough in the armpit. Explain that to me, please. It's the rotational force on your brain because it like because it's in such a weird so spot. Weird. It like knocks your shoulder into your neck and like it whips your head. So like you don't get a concussion from like. The impact, it's the... Huh, the whiplash effect. Yeah, it's the huh. whiplash from it. But it'll, like, you'll straight up pass out if you get hit. Because there's also a pressure point down there, too. It's, like, not a great place to get hit. Huh. I've taken handrails to it, like, where, you're like, I've come downstairs and been too close to the rail, and I've caught in them. I've, like, dislocated the shoulder and, like, felt like I was going to puke. It's just the worst. Getting getting hit in the armpit without, like... I imagine if you're expecting it, it's a little different. Right. 
but I've never expected to get Does any, who expects to get fucked up in the armpit? You know, I mean, a, well, I guess like skating. You I mean, the have, first like, time I ever got hit, it was, it, it, I don't know if I can even really call him a friend. I mean, we became friends, but at the time we were acquaintances and he was just like, <laughs> he was like, high five. And then he was just like, I'm going to get you. And he just like punched me right in the armpit. <laughs> I was dick. like, you motherfucker. What a dick move. That's hilarious, though. Yeah. Afterwards, I found out he was just like awkward. And that was his way of dealing with Bra- it. breaking breaking the ice. Yeah, I'm gonna break the ice by just decking me in the armpit. Yeah, I mean, so I get that. I get that. You know, you just you don't know what like words are gonna come out of your mouth. So I was like, yeah, I'll let him know I like him by punching him in the armpit. I mean, I'm a pretty approachable guy. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody else out there, please don't do that. Because <laughs> if I know you heard this podcast, I'm gonna punch you back in the armpit. Yeah. <laughs> Just then, it's, then, it's a, then we have a war. If yeah. we, we can't have comedians punching people in the fucking armpit, or audience members, <laughs> or audience, I mean, they can they, they can do what they want, just not to us or podcast listeners. Please yeah. do not punch me or Joe in the armpit. You get one. I, you get one. Mine's been used up. <laughs> you get one, and then that's it for me, ladies and gentlemen. But nah. like, do you remember that show Scarred? Yeah, yeah. Like, I couldn't from, watch it. I oddly liked it, but no, it. What surprised me was like that was a show me and my grandma would watch. Like she would watch it with me, and like she like she liked it. Now Ooh. she got she got squeamish around some of the injuries, but like sure. she would like like she liked. Wa- I think it was more so she liked watching it with me than in the actual show. But like she would get into it. I mean, I'm not gonna deny it is captivating television watching people get seriously hurt. Oh, God. Um, but like, and it's weird because like I can watch a hall of meat. Like 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 yeah. Thrasher does the same thing. Yeah, and I can watch most of those. There are some like that are pretty bad, but like one of my favorites is like I feel bad for saying it's favorite, but there's <laughs> my favorite really traumatic injury. <laughs> it's really just the way he reacted. It was Tory Pudwell. I don't know if you know uh, Tory Pudwell. Off the top of my head, like like known stoner, right? Uh, and like just like super laid back guy. Um, a professional skateboarder. He skated for Plan B and a bunch of big names. Um, but he had fallen on a bank and slid down the bank and at the bottom of the embankment, there was a telephone pole or a light post and he went into it sideways and he broke his arm above his elbow Wow, dude! and he hit the pole like pretty, like it, like it didn't, I don't know. It It didn't look bad, but it was bad. I mean, it looked like it hurt. Yeah, definitely. But then he like got up and it was hilarious because like you know like you always see these videos of kids snapping their arms or like guys breaking their legs. There's like ah, yeah. ah, and he was just like he like hit the post and he like got up. He's like oh man, and he just like wiggled it. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like it was hilarious because he was like he's like wiggling it and then he looks up and smiles like yeah it's broken. Like, <laughs> Did you, like see the skateboarding is definitely one of those things where you gotta be a little nutty to. To really take that, take those... Uh, to be pro, probably. Yeah. Like, uh, I, and again, I don't really know... I'm trying to think. I've only... Like, the the guys that I knew who were pro are very laid back. Um, and I think that's kind of the personality that most of them are. Like, the pros that I have met, like, doing stuff... Mm-hmm. Um, like whether it be like a demo or whatever that was going on, like most of them pretty laid back. There's a couple of like wild cards, like apparently like Ter- uh, 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 Terry Kennedy, uh, yes, TK, yes. yes apparently yes, yes. that guy is like uh, like super funny. Like yeah, I've heard just, that before. He's just like 
high energy, super funny. Like that's just him. Like he's like chill at times, obviously. Like that's, but like him in the videos when he's getting hyped up, apparently like a big reason why he was on Baker and why they turned him pro. He's a good skateboarder, but also they were just like hype man. You're like you are cool as shit, and you get people to do cool shit, and we need that. So that's your, that's your like. Four way foray into it. It's funny because there's another dude who kind of reminds me of it. Uh, he got he went viral. There's a dude who was like, uh, <laughs> it was like, he's like standing in the street. Yes, I know exactly like, who you're talking about. Like, clothes, whack. Yeah, shoes, yep, yep. whack. The way you push, whack. Like, <laughs> the way he doesn't like to smile, whack. <laughs> yeah, me, I'm, I'm tired as fuck. fuck. So that guy's name is Jamal Smith and he's from Philadelphia. Um, and I don't. Like he's like on social media, but not really. Like he just shows up on like Thrasher doc, like on Thrasher's Instagram, like a bunch, <laughs> just casually, you know. Yeah, like he'll just yeah, he go, like, he like just like goes to skate events and stuff. But he's and crushes. He's so good, but he's like he's got this ridiculous like weird like style. Like it's. I'm happy you said his name because I've always wanted. I knew I knew that guy was a professional skateboarder. I just didn't know his name, and I've always wanted to check him out. So, I don't even Jamal know. Smith. Yeah, Jamal Smith. Uh, super good style. I don't. And like, that's the thing is like I don't even know if he's put a video part out. Like he's just like I haven't seen it if it is right. Um, and again, like I've been out of the skate scene for a very long time. Um, and like I wasn't anything when I was in it when I was there. So it was just kind of like hang out. Well, I mean, still cool got shit. to meet some pretty cool people from it. Yeah, I mean, again, like, I just, I like to do shit, so, like, when skate shops would do stuff, I'd like, go to do that, and then, like, the skate shop downtown, uh, the owner was, like, a good friend with the Red Bull rep, so, uh, from Philadelphia, so, they had the Red Bull mini ramp there, and then they ended up re-engineering it, so they had this spare one just sitting in the warehouse, oh. and then... Well, how about that? Uh, the old skate shop owner, Eric Kearns, like, asked to borrow it for an event. And he was like, yeah, sure, cool, just come get it. And they, like, got it, set it up. We did, like, a demo at a YMCA, like, youth center downtown. It's dope as shit. Um, And then we got to skate it the next day to do a photo shoot. And then after that, like, they were just kind of like, hey, like, you got it. So just, like, keep it if you have a place to put it. So they stored it in a warehouse for a while. And then, like, like, disassembled. And... Kearns was just like one day he was like I kind of want to take this somewhere and there was an event in Parksburg which is just outside of Baltimore Mm -hmm. Um, and there's a skate spot that used to be there called the Ridge and it was just like this old lumber mill foundation like the building was knocked down but the foundation was still there and there was like two skate teams coming through Baltimore that day for like separate demos, but like a couple of the guys were on the same team. So they were like kind of intermingling and doing a bunch of shit. And like people from the, that were sponsored from the skate shops also were doing like this thing at the Ridge. So it was kind of like a having and day where like a bunch of shit was going on and we just decided to go to the Ridge and we were like, well, fuck it. Like we'll get a box truck and just bring the ramp down. So we did that and it was funny because <laughs> Eric gets a fucking call from the rep and was like, yo, what are you doing? And he's like, what do you mean? And he's like, I saw a video and the Red Bull ramp was in it at the Ridge in Baltimore. <laughs> he's like, uh, yeah, I wanted to say something. And he's like, 
yeah, man, you got to tell us when you're doing stuff like that. It's like, I'm sorry, man. It's like, yeah, we'll comp your meals and we'll send people out. <laughs> he goes, what? He's like, yeah, dude, that's free advertisement. <laughs> like, oh, oh, hell yeah. So no, you thought I thought he was going to be like, <laughs> upset. Yeah, we thought he was coming. We we thought he was calling to take the rant, but he was like, he had, like he had told me. I went to the sketch shop. He was like, uh, yeah, so we're gonna start doing this, and we only did it like two or three more times. We did it twice. One day back to back was Go Skateboarding Day, which is the longest day of the year, is June twenty first. Um, and the June twentieth, we went to Philly. So that day wasn't like covered by Red Bull because Red Bull was already there, right? Um, but they were like. They were still cool. They were just like, yeah, we're going to get your food. Like the guy, the rep was just like, let me buy everybody food because you guys are just showing up. And just like, yeah, but we get to skate. Like, yeah, that's what, like, I was like 21 at the time. We're here to skate, dude. We don't care about the food. Right. I was like, I was very much at that time just like, I'm just hyped to skate with some homies and like see some new places. And like, not that Philly was new, but like in a new environment. Right. And like different a, vibe, different setting. Oh, yeah. Like a way you're never going to see it again. Right. Like where so you did just, shit. You're saying you weren't doing shit. You were doing that's a that is uh, that is a hell of a skateboarding resume if I ever did hear one. I mean, like I was just in, I was just there for a lot of stuff and like helping. Did you skate? Did you skate? Yeah, no? skate. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so there you go. And then we went down to D.C. and did that thing. And Humble man, ladies and gentlemen. Fun. Kyle Shahan. But, uh, but that's the thing. It's like so many people do other shit. Like you, Everybody always does other like, shit. Straight up, like, I'm about to shout somebody out real quick. Shout them out. But like, like Manny Santiago. Manny Santiago. I get super fucking hype every time he posts. Like, like, and he's like a year in. Yeah, I like watching him get better. Dude, I am. I like every time he posts something, I'm just like, like I, like, I can't convey it, but I'm like, I just like hell yeah, dude. But like, I'm like watching. I'm like you. Like proud of you, buddy. Like fuck yeah, bud. Like. I like, like it's fun watching people get good. Like like you see the progress. Yeah, like I like, like I, I like that with like fellow comedians. Like absolutely when they when you like notice that level up in their act, you're like yeah, all right, like, let's go. You get hype because it makes you want to get better. Yeah, I mean like I get that. I definitely get that with the comedians. I, like especially when it's like like people that have started after me. Like when you you've gotten a hell of a lot better. Like seeing you at 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 Philly Swannies. Um, that was a great set. Like I was, and like I was honestly very nervous for you because of the night before that you had that you bombed, and I was like, like in my head it was like, if it was me, I'd be really in my head right now. Yeah, I was in my head. I changed my set around like three or four different times on the way down to Philly. Yeah, and then you came, you came out, and right from the fucking start, you got him. Guns a blazing, baby. Unfor- <laughs> Unfortunately, you didn't move on. But like you hey, still have like I, a I, hey, I lost to I lost to worthy opponents. I'm not upset about that. Absolutely. And it was like hey, shout man. out to Audrey, Steve Rinaldi, and uh, Naeem. What's Naeem's last name? I don't know his last. Remember. I just remember Naeem. I can't remember. Everybody knows Naeem. Uh, from what I understand, everybody that was at least there with Audrey knew Naeem. So yeah. apparently Naeem's doing pretty well. So and Charles like. Called him out. <laughs> yeah. Charles not happy about that. Fucking Charles. We are the champions from Naive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Charles made it to the semifinals. I know. Actually, fucking uh, Tyler Weggard's rounds tonight. Yes. Yes, it is. I got to wish him good luck. I'm, 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 I'm curious to see how he does. I'm I think, I for think him. he's going to do well. I think he'll do really well. I think he's going to do pretty well. I, I think he'll do really well. I, I, I don't know if... I think he'll probably do... No, I know exactly what he's gonna do because he was he was working on that new stuff the one week. I don't know if you were there. No. Yeah, he was working on new stuff and like 
I remember he was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to go well. <laughs> Do you like board games? That is one of my favorite jokes. That's one of my favorite jokes of his, too. <laughs> but he, um, yeah, like a, a bunch of the stuff that he tried worked really well, at least Phantom Power. So we'll see how that works there. But like, I just know that one, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the grandma joke is fucking funny. What's the grandma joke again? I don't want to ruin it. Don't ruin it, but like... It's about a purple nurple. I don't think you heard it. I don't know if I've heard it. I don't think you heard it. Yeah, just wait to hear it. It's it's like, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to ruin it. It's a funny fucking joke. I love love his like, this little light of mine joke. That was one of the first jokes I ever saw him do. And I was like, who the fuck is this kid? That is hilarious. I like that one. I like his... I really like his like outlook on it, but I mean, again, a lot of it is just like, <laughs> like he has subtle hits that hit harder than I think you re- like. At least I, I, I'm not expecting them to hit. Like his his <laughs> the the one with the sign in the in the psych ward. Yeah, <laughs> and just like I don't think people with mental health issues should just be, be themselves. <laughs> like. Like that's not like a super heavy line, but it's just like it just it, smacks but, the but, yeah, shit it, out of you every yeah, time. It just it just hits like harder than you're expecting it to hit, especially because it's like he's a very, it's coming from him. And he's yeah, so and he's like, like he's a very clever guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a very clever guy. Clever, clever Tyler. That's what we call him. You know, <laughs> we call him Tall Tyler. Uh, <laughs> tall, tall, clever white Tyler. Pink hoodie, kind of sad, but we're all a little sad. We're all a little. Sad. We wouldn't be comedians if we weren't. I mean, Audrey, like, is trying... Uh, Audrey has done a pretty good job of breaking me from how I used to do comedy. Well, that's good. Yeah. Audrey, Audrey's awesome. I love her. Audrey is, like, my un, un, unofficiated, like, mentor. Yeah. Like, I literally... I'll go to her, Abby Good, and uh, Jared every time I'm, like, writing. Because I'm just like, and it's like kind of selected, but it's always, always, I, I, always Audrey gets like jokes when I write them out. I send them to her. Right. Um, whether Jared or Abby gets them, it's like one or the other. Because like I kind of know what Jared will like find funny, but like I'm like seeing if it works like on Abby's like sense of humor. Because me and Abby's like joke writing style is very similar. So. Normally, I'm just like, is this too much of a stretch? Because, <laughs> like, sometimes I'll, like, sometimes I'll skip Audrey and just send it just to Jared and Abby just to see the polar, like, yeah. differences. Then, then you'll get, then you'll send the refine to. Right. Because Jared will look at it, like, and analyze it and, and tear it apart and be like, all right, cool. Like, this is cool. This is cool. All of this works, but, like, maybe do it differently. Where, like, Abby, like make or, sure you tell the crowd you're Italian. <laughs> where, like, Abby will be like, no, that makes total sense to me. I'm just like, oh, maybe we're like, because me and Abby are on the same wavelength most times. I'm just right. like, maybe, maybe nobody else is gonna get this. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this is just a joke for us. Yeah, maybe this is just a joke that'll work on Abby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, but yeah. I'll tell you what though, like having Audrey, like you know, say it was a really good set after he my helium set. I was like, I was like, fuck. That. It was funny, dude. We were we all were sitting back there, and it was like not that we didn't think you were going to do well. I didn't think I was going to do we that. We were just kind of surprised. I didn't think we I was going like, to do that. Af- after after Monday, we were just like, he's probably going to be a little nervous. He's going to like roll into this slow. 
and like you came out and like the first three like pops you had like hit hard and we were just like okay joe it, okay. felt, it, it felt good to, I, like, I was I was bugging I was bugging afterwards was I was like let's go dude <laughs> I, was, I just fucking crushed like I almost <laughs> ran the light and there was a brief second where I was like fuck it I'll run the light I don't care about the competition I'm doing it for the stage now but I was yeah, like I, I mean, still kind of want to make it to the next round I mean that was the kind of the thing like Audrey was just like like I was like are you excited and she was like I'm excited to do it and I was like you'd like trying to make it and she was like i kind of just want the video in the promos yeah and i was like yeah, yeah i was like oh okay and like, now look at her semi-finalist right like i didn't i i kind of going into it i was kind of like yeah audrey's probably gonna make it next round yeah. and it was especially when like four people dropped i was like okay like it's gonna be like audrey and I don't know who else. And then you came out. I was like, right, okay, so it's going to be Audrey and Joe. And then when they <laughs> didn't call your name, I was like, kind of like, the only one I thought I like could have actually been, because I know Naeem Slade. Naeem did really good. I, like the only one, like I thought I like was like, you were, if not I, neck and neck with Steve I think Rinaldi, you were, yeah, I think, I think you were neck and neck with Steve Rinaldi. And, and but I, his was his fucking what was the De Niro face the De Niro face like I look angry but I want to hug you like that but, I was yeah. that fucking sent me dude but also he's like <sighs> he seemed like a polished comic yeah he's yeah that was that was mostly what it was for like in my head when he got caught up I was just kind of like yeah he was like the most professional up there he had he had two shirts in the green room dude yeah I he mean, was like I, oh I was like oh I asked him I was like are, are you a professional comic he's like I got a day job. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. No, but I mean, like, you you looked at Audrey, and like, Audrey has like, Audrey is polished and refined. Audrey is very polished and refined, and will you know work stuff out even before it gets to the open mic. Like, she's not going to go up there with nothing. Like I did last. Oh, you weren't there. That's what I did last night. That's okay. I tried to wear. I was like, I'll work on it on the fly, dude. I'm funny. What? Nope. <laughs> I am not funny enough to work on it on the I, fly, ladies and gentlemen. My Jared keeps trying to get me to do that. He's like, just go up with the topic and f- try to figure it out. And I'm just like, dude, I am not an improv guy. Like, I am good at self commentary sometimes, and it's very like. Like a lot of time, it's just like the first thing that pops into my head is normally like a super awkward thing that everybody's gonna laugh at, <laughs> or you know, it's just like, uh, <laughs> like uh, Audrey said that she thinks she's on the autistic spectrum because of like the first thing that pops in her head is normally something really mean, <laughs> but it's like not not true. So right. it's like it's, it's like pinpoint accurate but it, hurtful accurate. Well, it's but it's <laughs> like she's like she has to stop herself a lot. I just remember the one time like. I was in the car with her, and we were driving at the comedy zone. I can't remember exactly what she said, but she said it in a way that I was just like, I I thought it was funny, but I wasn't ready for it. Right. And she was just like, she was <laughs> eyes forward, like driving. She like turned, said it, and then like back eyes forward, and she was like, I, I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like she like, but it was like enough time for me to be like. Damn, that cut kind of deep, like, but that was funny. Like, right. <laughs> ha ha, but ow. Yeah, like I like chuckled like for a second, but like I was really caught off guard. And she was just like, "I didn't mean it like that." I was like, "No, it was, that was funny." Like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. I don't know. I've been comedy's hard, dude. It is hard. Comedy's hard. It's hard, but <laughs> it's hard, but it's awesome. I think the hardest part is like. For me, it's justifying, like, because I'm in a weird spot. 
like I want to do more shows, but also I only I know I only have like a finite amount of material, so right. I could make ten minutes work. I could probably like limp to twelve, maybe fifteen. Um, but it would literally be like everything I know that's ever even slightly worked. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> so. And again, it's just like I like when I was in school, I was like, all right, this is like I love doing this. Um, but it's definitely like I'm a hot like no matter how much I want to do it, it's going to have to just be a hobby right now. And it yeah. sucks because I wish I could go to more mics. I wish I could go see everybody else like do their shit. And I, like there was like gaps in between where like, you know, like you like seeing everybody like get better every week. Like I would miss four weeks and come back and be like, oh shit, everyone's good. Yeah. Like everyone got good. Like I especially on a night it, where like I everybody. I love seeing it. I love it when we all pop off, dude. I love it. It's a great thing to see. See, I and, and that's a weird thing. It's like I don't, I love it when everybody else does well. But I start to like. <laughs> I have to sit up straighter. Sorry, my That's back's fine. killing me. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> creaky fucking door. <laughs> there was a like there's a there was a open mic a couple of weeks back where like everybody did really well, and I remember I followed Joey. And I was like, and like, I, I love Joey to death. I hate following Joey. Your twin? Well, that's another thing. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, some of us, some that are in the room right now, <laughs> like, uh, like the joke about how you're like acting a certain way and do this. And then like, I'm standing literally next to Joey. I'm like, dude, that was Joey's joke. Oh, that's a rough. I was like, no way. It was, yeah, it was you because he's the, uh, the blonde guy. <laughs> yeah, the blonde guy with the beard. And yeah. It's funny because we both kind of like, I mean, like, we're both kind of built similarly. Yeah, similar body types. Similar body types, similar, like, facial hair, like, but, like, comment, like, like context of comedy, Joey's just a, a better comedian. <laughs> like, which, again, if I have the same name as my favorite joke writer in the group <laughs> of people, and then I look like the other super funny guy. So it's, like, really, like, I could, I could confuse my way onto a couple shows. Yeah, there you go. There you go, Kyle it- Shanahan. You're like you're you're the one that does the uh, the uh, what is it uh, toxic relationship with science, right? Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> you have the existentialism pizza bit. Yeah. Like, yeah, I have that. Yeah, that's me. That's yeah, me. It's totally me, dude. Get ready to hear that when you put me on this show. That's weird. You don't really sound the same. Well, hold on. All right. All right, all guys. Right. Uh, <laughs> what's a pizza? <laughs> I try. I tried to write a bit as like I was gonna do it sometime, just like for like not for Kyle Neff, just to fuck with him one night about but, pizza. No, um, you you know what you should do. You should write. Oh, you should what? write a bit that combats everything about. So like write like a Christian like solidified pizza joke. <laughs> so like, so a joke that tells everybody what pizza is, and then like also do like. Like make it godly, make it godly, so it's like not so like atheist as he likes to put it. Atheist, I love that. I seriously use that in my lexicon, like in my day to day. Like, if anybody's like, are you you spiritual? You're spiritual? You're spiritual? I was like, like yeah, I'm atheist. I'm atheist. 
Hazy-ish. Yeah, there's... <sighs> but, yeah, like, going back to... the, um, Like, I, I kind of had to make it a hobby while I was in school oh, for yeah. two years. And then, like, when I graduated, I was like, oh, shit, now I have time. Um, but now I have a job, and I have to get yeah. up in the morning. And Fuck the job, dude. I mean, really and truly, I could, like, make the job work around it. I mean, it's an office job, so and it's the first office job I've ever had. It's the fucking weirdest thing I've ever had in my life. Like, can't do offices, man. I can't. Oh, excuse me. Um, I'm fine with it. Uh, the uh, the first week, I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this. And then I got my first paycheck. I was like, are you guys sure about this? Like, I think I can do this. I was like, I think, um, I think you guys made a mistake. <laughs> and they're like, no, that's your pay. I'm like, okay, lit. All uh, right. I'm going to the titty bar. <laughs> <laughs> now with the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> it got a whole week's paycheck, one day's worth of groceries. <laughs> Not even. No, I, I went to the grocery store and I was like, I'm going to get all this stuff. And then I got there and it's just like, I think we just need cheese. I was, it was weird. It was <laughs> yeah, you're just like, actually, I don't think we need too much. Like, shit. It was <laughs> weird. Like I jumped back and forth because it was just like, <laughs> I guess it's like, I kept. Thinking to myself, I was just like, I've never been hood rich. <laughs> like, and I know that's not what hood rich is. I have a career. Like, but like, there was Paycheck's like, Paycheck's so good he felt hood rich. That, like, I've never, like, I literally, I looked at wheels for my truck, like, <laughs> and had to talk myself out of it. And like, then I, I was just like, <laughs> like, it's the most white trash, oh like, hood rich shit you could do. Ford fucking Ranger. Ford Ranger completely stock. It's clean. And I was just like, I get some Alcoas on that. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I just might jack this up a little bit. Put I'm a not, turbo in. I'm not, even, I'm not even that kind of, like, white dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not even. Oh, you know, you know how confused my friend group would be if I rolled up in a lifted. What's up, like, dude? <laughs> like, they were already kind of, like, they looked at me, like, stylistically. And then they saw, like, when I got the truck, they were just like. Yeah, brand wise, this is this is accurate. Like, if I leaned into it, they would be like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> <laughs> people, people are never surprised when they see my vehicle. That fucking rusty bitch. I like your truck. I your love my cool. truck. I love my truck. My girlfriend hates my truck, but I love my truck. Absolutely. Like, I mean, like beat up trucks are fun though. Yeah. Because there's always a place for a beat up truck. Like, it's like it'd be one thing. It'd be super sad if you had like a Corolla in the same condition. Yes. But like a truck is like. You're allowed, like, that's socially acceptable to have a completely <laughs> dog shit truck. <laughs> say my, my truck's dog shit, Your bro? truck is not dog shit. But my I'm truck just is dog shit. I have seen some pretty dog shit trucks. <laughs> I used to drive my grandpa's little Chevy S10. It had, it had like, three clutches replaced. replaced the engine twice. Yeah. I was like, geez, dude. He's like, just let this thing die. He's like, well, I mean, it's, it's got, it's only got 245,000 miles. We can probably get it to 354. My uncle is, limped that thing along till it fucking ran into the ground and would refuse, <laughs> refuse to my, survive. My uncle is, uh, it's funny because, like, uh, I, he's like, he works for the the Santa or the waste authority. Okay. Um. He's like a, like management over there. Um. So he's like blue collar guy, like you know, high vis yellow shirt type dude. Um. But it's funny because like he has this big ass garage at his place, and it used to have like he would let like his friends store like 
there was a Camaro there for like a 66 or a 68 RS like rally sport Camaro sitting in there for a while. And he just was just housing it. And like, he would like put like, like truck parts and stuff in it and whatnot. And he would roll around and just like keep cars alive. Like he would live pretty modestly as far as like his vehicles were concerned. Um, now he is just accumulating like 1970s to like mid 90s F 150s, like F series trucks. Okay. Uh, and he's got like, fuck, he's got like four of them now. <laughs> Why? Cause just, he's, just he, cause he wants to work on them. <laughs> no, he's he's taking shit off of two to fix the other two. Oh my god! And he's already done. Like, I'm pretty sure he's already done this before. But like literally, like <laughs> I rolled up the other day because he, he has a Harley. He's gonna let me borrow f- to go to the that camp out. Uh, but it rained, and I was like, I'm I'm not gonna take it. Um, but like I hadn't been down there in a while. I was just like, yeah, you've accumulated some stuff. Some stuff, and he was like, Yep, got this truck. This looks familiar. And I was like, That's the same truck you had when you were 16. <laughs> And he's like, "Yep." And I was like, "Is it the exact same truck?" He's like, "Nope." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, it's a year or two off." I was like, "Okay." He's like, "I think I'm gonna build it for Bo, like his son." Mm-hmm. I was like, "That'd be pretty cool." And then he has a, I think F, I think he's got F 100s like like two or three of them just sitting around, um, like I think they're seventies, uh, from the nineteen seventies, and they're literally he's just like. One got into an accident, so he's like he's literally cutting sections out of the frame to weld onto his other ones. Other, oh wow! And I was like, I was like, you do need projects. Like, <laughs> like if I did this, it would just be motorcycles everywhere, and just be like, this one kind of runs. <laughs> <laughs> All the rest of them are spares. <laughs> yeah, that those are the part pickers. Yeah, no, he like he's straight up like he'll he'll cannibalize one to fix three. Yeah. Or well, at least he can fix three with one. Like he right? can. It, it's kind of frustrating at times when I like <laughs> like it's funny because like all of my f- like my cl- like close friends all look at me and they're like, "Wow, you do some really manly shit." And then like I go to my uncle's house and like, "Nah, wow, dude, you do some really manly shit." Yeah, I'm like, "Nah, you're like chopping trucks apart and like you have like an engine hoist that's he's holding." Like, he's like truck Frankenstein. Dr. Yeah, like, Frankenstein. but that's he just does it for fun. Yeah. Like it's not even like his like it's kind of a side hustle, but like not even like he just does it when he wants to do it. Huh? And like he has a day job. That's cool. And he rides dirt bikes with his kid, like. You know, like he has like other yeah. shit going on, but it's just like I like looked at it. it was like your hobby takes up a lot of space. Let me, let, let's get a hell yeah, brother, for, <laughs> for Kyle's uncle being the man of man's right there. Well, shit, dude, we are at an hour and 18 minutes. All right. Do you want to wrap this thing up? Uh, Yeah, sure. All right. You know how this goes. Positive right. affirmation time, baby. All right. Positive affirmation. Words did, of wisdom are I, also acceptable. I did think about this today. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I guess all I would really say is like, enjoy the things you enjoy doing. Like, you know, you can either like get too busy and not do them or not even be adjacent to it. Or, you know, you do them so often that you kind of take them for granted. So, like, and, like, I mean, the comedy is, like, a great example where it's, like, I could eat shit and it's still a good night. Because, like, either I watch a bunch of other people do really well and it gets me hyped or we all suck 
And then with the conversation outside, smoking cigarettes is really good. For sure. Yeah. So that's kind of my thought on it. It's just, you know. Youngblood had a very similar positive affirmation. And we've, I think we've also been confused before. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Was that it? Is that that, any more elaboration on that or? No, just like enjoy. Enjoy what you do. Yeah, enjoy. Not not enjoy what you do, but enjoy the things you enjoy doing. Yes, that. Yeah. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Shahan, you want to plug your uh, socials or you? Uh, Shananahan eleven twenty five. It's S H A N A N A H A N eleven twenty five on Instagram. Uh, Facebook. Don't look for me. I don't do anything on Facebook. Um. If you find him on fucking Facebook, don't add him. You hear me? I mean, it's, 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 you're not going to get anything from him. You're going to get way more from, from, from Instagram. TikTok, same thing. I do have a TikTok, but I barely... I, I just post the stuff that I post on Instagram on TikTok. <laughs> Fair enough. And like dumb TikToks that no one ever sees. I love TikTok. I, I, I hate TikTok, but I love TikToks, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really funny stuff on there. It's like memes. Yeah. Like that's but the video thing memes now. That, yeah, but that's the thing that's frustrating about it is like I am never gonna write a joke that's as good as a meme. And I'm never gonna write a joke as good as a TikTok. <laughs> Not with that attitude. You gotta get on it. Nah, because I, I make TikToks. <laughs> He's like, now nah, just go right to the source. I go right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next week. See ya. Thanks again for coming on, buddy. Yeah, thanks for having me, bud. All right, peace out, everybody. Bye.